at it again. Again. What's going on, man? Shit. 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 We're, we're just telling a story at the end of the day. You can enjoy a fully clothed, <laughs> totally platonic cuddle session. Not sure, Not uh, sure. what we're doing. <laughs> are, but... they, are these lines safe? Yeah, we, we can literally say anything we want. Talk mad shit. Please continue to follow us. Um, you yeah. can find us on all social medias. Uh, all social medias. All social medias. All yeah. podcasts. Uh, Everywhere that you could listen to a podcast, we're pretty much there. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling. That's my pew pew action. What's so, up, man? What's going on, dude? Nothing. Trying to not get sick again. Shit. I swear to God, it's just a. It's like constantly just dodging germs from fucking daycare. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. So the way the world works in at my house anyway is that the kiddo gets sick, and then the wife gets sick. Like within exactly. a week of each other, dude, oh, 100%. And I'm usually the one who, like, if I get sick, it's 24 hours of just misery for me. <laughs> if they get sick, they're down for like a week each. Oh, yeah. But you know? when you get sick, because I'm the same way, but when you get when I get sick, and I'm assuming the same, like, yeah, I'm tapping, you know what I mean? I'm down for the count. And it's usually two days, the and I just sleep, and then I do the chicken noodle soup shit and Gatorade, like everything, like textbook. You, know. you eat, love, pray. You're like, I don't even know how to respond I to that plead statement. the fifth. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how to <laughs> respond to that statement. <laughs> um, now, I mean, I'd, I'd love to... Oh, and I, I'm, I'm just like a horrible cunt when it comes to being <laughs> sick. Like, I don't... You get grumpy and shit. Yeah, dude. But I'm, I'm also, I think, pretty easy to take care of. It's like just... You can like lock me in a room and just leave me the fuck alone and I'm okay. Like I don't want you like checking on me. Don't and, baby, just leave me alone. Yeah, and, like I don't need jello or fucking anything. Just like <laughs> jello. It, like if I need something, I'll get the fuck up and I'll like I'll get my <laughs> own stuff, but most of the time I just want to be uninterruptedly sleeping for like a long yeah, chunk sleep, of time. Yeah, sleep, that's it. Yeah. Fucking Jello, I hate Jello. Oh yeah, dude, it's the worst. Uh, if that was the cure for all sickness, I would probably not be cured. Be be really sick for a long time. I fucking hate Jello. But most of the time, like especially like right now, um, it's kind of like that obscure scene from uh, Predator, the first Predator, where like Jesse the Body Ventura gets shot, and they're like, "Dude, you're bleeding." He's like, "I ain't got time to bleed." I ain't got time to bleed. I, that's like actually my life. Like, I don't have time to get sick. Like, I don't have time for any of that shit. I feel like Predator like <laughs> could be an analogy for a lot of your life. Yeah, it's just I'm just like have to just fucking show up no matter what. Like, I have to show up. So, I mean, it's it, it's not like did I ever tell you the book I read like to get ready? Like a lot of people read like parenting books. Like before they have a kid, or we, dude, we have like a stack of them, and sadly, I've chapters, and I'm like, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. So I read. So no, you didn't tell me. Uh, the Gulag Archipelago. <laughs> the, say that again. It's the Gulag Archipelago. 
or mm-hmm. whatever and it's <laughs> it's it's actually like four volumes long and Jesus. if you on audible one volume is like 40 hours so there's four of them and they're all about the same length oh my god and it's survivor like different ages it, well it's they're all survivor stories from people who survived in the gulag oh oh and, oh dude you threw me because you were talking about parenting books well i know that's oh, the point. Okay, okay, so okay. this is the book I read oh, <laughs> to get ready okay. for parenting. Okay. And the reason I read it, like my logic behind reading this, because we read like <laughs> a lot of these parenting books and you know this and that. We went to classes, did all that shit, and then I realized I was like, okay, what I really need to get prepared for is like sleep deprivation survival like (laughs) auditory torture you know you know so when the kid's like screaming at three in the morning you're on an hour of sleep you know all Mm. these things like you got to be able to like focus through it and fight through it so (laughs) i I read a whole bunch of books on like surviving that's amazing horrible situations (laughs) i was confused dude the classes we took the classes and they were horrifying oh yeah man like i i it, I don't think it helped me at all. It, it literally made me really paranoid. The baby CPR class is one of the most, like, devastatingly oh, frightening oh, it's classes awful. you can ever. They're like the worst thing that you can ever have around your child is a balloon, and you're like, what? <laughs> Every kid's birthday I've ever been to, so many balloons. balloons. <laughs> There's balloons everywhere. <laughs> And, yeah, you know, it's the whole. Well, for me, it was the uh, what is it called? Like when they suffocate. Yeah, uh, asphyxiation. Yeah, but no, but there was a there's a name for it. Like, a lot of ch- children have died for this, and they gave it a name. Like okay. when they anyway, but yeah, they suffocate in their crib. So oh oh, SIDS or like SIDS. sudden sudden infant death. Syndrome? That's what it is, SIDS. Yeah yeah, um, and that was what scared me to death. So I could not sleep with him in his crib, even with the camera on. I'm I'm like man, I'm so tired. But I couldn't close my eyes because yeah. he's gonna roll over, and that's it. And, I mean, fucking the movies we watched so probably I, didn't help. I t- I'll tell you the best thing about having a kid that snores <laughs> is that if he snores you can hear you're like him. oh i know he's breathing man <laughs> this kid is sawing logs yeah hold, so. hold on Shh. the snoring has stopped go yeah. check on him yeah go check on him get up <laughs> get up get up move uh so dude it, it and i honestly have heard so many horror stories but i i on i i can't really complain my kid's been super easy a couple of high fevers a little bit scary i know you've had some, some dude, scares but yeah but your kids your kids high fever and my kids high fever oh it's totally different yeah Yeah, they're like there's stories that you've told me i'm like you're not taking him to the hospital and you're like no man i gave him some tylenol we're good yeah i'm like what the fuck is wrong literally we call well at first i panic mode it was like 102 no 101 probably and and i was starting to get nervous so i called the doc like hey what do we do they're like well he how old is he how much does he weigh okay yeah it's all right he can't take tylenol yet so if it hits 103 give us a call and i'm going hold on 103 yeah and then after like 20 pounds or whatever it was they told me don't go to the er unless it's 105 and i'm thinking 105 is dead like like you know what i mean and he hit 1034 and i'm going okay i'm I'm, I'm for real nervous yeah man your kid like but he he shook it my kid gets to like 97 <laughs> and we're like starting to starting to prep like, 97 well because 96 is like where he he oh, lives right. you know oh, so right, like right, right. him at 98 99 you're you're starting to see some kind of so his 98 99 is the 103 yeah yeah so well and they always told me as long as they're they could be super hot but as long as they're not acting really weird yeah. or, or too off 
yeah. then then that's the the sign. The know? weird thing is like my kid usually when he gets a, a kind of a high, like a higher temperature, he, he's like hype. <laughs> like a lot of Woo! kids like like start to crash. Feel like shit. Oh yeah. And he's just like, let's go. Oh no. I'm ready to rock. My kid crashes. Yeah. yeah no man. He's ready to rock, and you're like, nah, dude, chill. <laughs> no, it's time. It's time to back it on down a little bit there, trigger. <laughs> Well, we're figuring it out as we go. Yeah, man. It, you know, one mistake at a time. That's what I. That's my big joke at home. Like he'll like <laughs> grab something off the floor and shove it in his mouth, or do you know do this and do that. I'm like, yeah. we're building an immune system. One mistake at a time. Here, one folks. mistake at a. That should be our motto for our podcast. Yeah. One mistake at a time. One folks, mistake at a time. Based on true events. We're, we're learning. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're learning. Some of us are here to learn. <laughs> so I, I learned last week from you, man. The space Nazi dude. That shit was awesome. That stuck with me. I, I, that was a fun episode man. it was, I was fun I, I was happy about that shit it was fun and then it was really it hit like it was heavy i say fun and then but it, no it was fun like i listened to it, i was like man it was a good time and then it was really heavy and and then it it, 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 it stuck with me for a couple of days yeah well good i'm glad you could learn something yeah i did learn i always learn something from you good you it's a lot of useless fucking of knowledge yeah. but i mean well i can't be the only one with this shit knocking around <laughs> yeah. up there you know? you know a shit ton you know a little bit about like a lot of stuff you know but I, there's some things like anything doing with history you know a lot i i have like areas. you go i have it, areas that i your knowledge goes deep yeah there's a, there's a few areas where i can i can kind of dance i was like what rocket <laughs> huh <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i t- kind of take some of that stuff for granted when it comes to <laughs> You know, I, I was like rifling off, you know, certain oh, things. NASA stats. Yeah, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, well, hold on, back up. What? Yeah. Wabbit. Yeah. we walk it. I, I think you what? said said at some at one point you're like, I don't like I don't usually keep notes in front of me. Right. No. Yeah. You don't. Well, so, no. You read something and you retain it. Yeah. I, right. I if I watch something, I will. Mm-hmm. I'm a visual learner, I guess. But yeah, if I read something, shit, it could be gone. 10 minutes from now. I, I don't even finish the page half of the time, and I, I didn't fit. That's why we talked about it before. I'd love to read a ton of books, but it, it really has to be good. Otherwise, I it takes me forever. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just certain, you know, you got to learn how, how you learn. Well, yeah, I learned to fucking put the book down and go rent the movie. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, well, all right. Dude, you can always get, Is there like, a documentary on always get like, Audible and listen Yeah, to I thought books. about that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about that. Um, I guess we should probably do the yeah the normal plug. Yeah, are we on Audible? <laughs> are we on Audible? Let's get on. No, yet. but we are on the social medias. We are. We're on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram yeah. as Based on True Events Podcast. That's right. And on the Twitter as Podcast Boat, Podcast B-O-T-E. Uh, we also have the Rockin' the Boat. <laughs> Rocking the boat. Yeah, rock the boat. Rock the boat. Yeah, I was like, what's the rocking the boat? Yeah, rock the boat is our Facebook group. We want interaction there. You guys have been awesome about interacting, but bring it on. We want more, more suggestions. Keep them coming. And then, uh, if you're not on the social meds, you're not. And but you still want to contact us. Yeah, you're still listening. Our Gmail is rocking. Our Gmail account <laughs> is based on true events podcast at gmail.com. That's what. Yeah. So uh, we already we picked the winner for January's uh, I wrote, I wrote for, boat. for boat contest. Yeah. Going to Andy. Yes, sir. And uh, right now it's going. Uh, so we talked about switching up the T-shirt 
we're not sure exactly which one it'll be, but you will get a free dope boat T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, what what it is is you uh, throw out your suggestions. We're gonna pick our favorite and then uh, throw you a T-shirt for free. For free. For frizzle. And then of course our field trip. Our field trip episode that's <laughs> coming up is. Uh, What'd you call it? I. Ch- uh, you, you choose. We lose. Yeah, it's good. Episode. That's the one. Um, where we go to uh, one of the four suggested places haunted locations for a spooky good time <laughs> so you could choose the hannah house uh waverly hills whispers estate or, or punderson matter punderson manor i feel like that's like something straight out of downton abbey yeah like, <laughs> it might be punderson manor yeah i honestly that's probably my least favorite i hope that one doesn't get picked well, I'm, your I'm, wife is like one of two people that chose it. Yeah, we well, know why. So yeah, she's like she's trying to. It's say, cheap. She's trying to pay, pinch pennies. Like. <laughs> hey, that's fair. Well, uh, yeah, but she looked at the thousand dollars. I, I don't blame her. I mean, yeah. but there's no way we're fucking yeah, spending a thousand bucks. Dude, we'll break into Waverly before we spend a fucking grand. We ain't got it like that. No, nah, nah, she, she. There it is. Well, what's Back up? So, uh, at you, it again. Yeah. What? Uh, it's you're going up first, right? Yep. All right. What do you got, man? So I picked an episode based on a conversation that you and I had. Oh, so okay. So this is Ooh, technically this is, another audible. It is or, kind of okay. You kind of picked it. Oh, by accident. You picked Buried Alive. Oh, fuck it. Dude, that is my... Oh, yeah. dude. This makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and I'm going to go some weird weird places with it, okay. but but we're doing a Buried Alive episode, folks. Like, I, I, I say... I don't know if I really have a phobia. Like, I don't love heights and shit, but, like, claustrophobia or being buried alive, it would be by far my, my top phobia. That shit, Petra... It's hard for me to watch films. Like, the... What was the... Um, there's that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's no. like buried in buried. Ryan alive. Reynolds, like single shot camera for two hours. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, man. I know <laughs> he's you are. handsome, but I mean, I know you are. No, no, that dope where it ended up being like these, uh, like zombie like creatures. Descent. Oh, the descent. That's a cave, bro. Yeah, but they go like spelunking and shit, and it starts yeah. like close spaces. Shit. Yeah. Made me so uncomfortable. So yeah, your 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 phobia is more claustrophobia than. Than, True, but buried alive is is it's a version of claustrophobia. Sure, well, you'd be claustrophobic if you're fucking buried alive. So we're getting petrified. We're, we're gonna go a couple weird ways with this one because right. since this is kind of a that, that scares me episode <laughs> for you. Um, well, I, yeah, it'll make me really uncomfortable. So let's go. Okay, so the buried alive phenomenon in your, you know first world countries is not very common these days and for a very interesting reason da, 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 da. oh okay so, so get historical with it so when you die in the united states unless there are religious reasons for it after the medical examiner has examined the body and determined the cause of death they then drain the body of all its fluids and pump you full of embalming fluid. Embalming fluid. For a reason. It is for preservation reasons. So we don't stank. It's for preservation reasons. But it is also to fucking make sure you dead. 
No. Yeah, dude, they they don't want your ass waking up on the table, bro. <laughs> so like like they definitely like the medical examiner is gonna gonna open you up and shit, but they they definitely learned like the preservation and then opening people up. They they there was a lot of when we got to um, more modern techniques when it came to medical medical examining. Yeah, that people who were <laughs> not really dead, they'd get start getting worked on and there's like oh shit that dude sat up so there was so okay so you're telling me at one point in time when they before they did this people were literally not dead yeah and they were getting yeah so there there is okay so here's where we're gonna start okay do you know where the term graveyard shift comes from no okay i had to think no so there was what used to be called a safety coffin back in the 1800s safety coffin so they put your ass in a box and then (laughs) put your ass in the ground and they would tie a little string around your finger and that string would go all the way out of the coffin up to a little post tell me it didn't have like a bell on it and it had a bell (laughs) fuck off and one person every week from the town would be elected for the graveyard shift oh to sit in the cemetery listen and for listen bells. for the dead ringers all oh, the dead to ringers. see if they'd wake up and it's oh, all horrifying and it's also <laughs> where we get the term saved by the bell no shit yeah those are those are three 1800s saved by the bell dead ringer and graveyard shift they all come from wow the the safety coffin the bell that was attached to the, like just above the ground near the headstone. Oh, dude. And you can actually, you can go online and you can, you can purchase a ringer post. Whoa. Today, like a vintage ringer post. Dude, I'm telling you right now, that would be my, I'd be, you know, you'd wake up and then the fucking string would break or yeah. something or the bell would fall off. So, or my um, graveyard shift dude would be stoned and asleep. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. This dude just fucking, <laughs> they, they always pick the town drunk. You I'm, yeah, I'm ringing the bell. Oh, dude, that is horrible that that actually is a, like, a, or was a necessity. Was, yeah. Was like, a, necessary. It was, well, they fucked up quite a bit. Damn, again? Yeah. So, um, I hope somebody happened happen to him twice. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> not again. Um, so the, <laughs> these things all came from uh, the fact that there were very limited medical, um, you know, information at times. Uh, sometimes you can get into a deep coma and your body will be in a paralytic state. Um, where oh, real the, coma. Yeah, okay. so this, this is where, this is probably more frightening to me than the, uh, the claustrophobia side of this conversation. And it's the paralytic state for people who are in surgery. Oh, people you who, wake up like people who wake up in surgery and are completely aware of they feel everything of Ugh. everything but yet they're in a paralyzed state from the anesthesia oh man so they there just was a have movie to, about that yeah so they just have to sit there and fucking and feel the whole thing but they can't move oh right. my god so they actually um because oh. this is this is a known thing. You're right. That's awful <laughs> that, that that this happens. So they've actually started. Um, this is this, this. I thought this was pretty cool. In a way to to combat this problem, 
they what they do these sometimes i don't know how often it is but i know it's better at, fucking every time if you at, know what I mean. at, at least in some situations they do what's called uh, a forearm isolation so they basically tie a tourniquet around the upper part of one of your arms before they put you under and so if it's twitching or moving that's all voluntary because you, it's not getting you still have feeling you mean yeah so whatever. like if your arms starts going ape shit it's because you're trying to move your whole body yeah oh dude and and you the, the, anest, the anesthesia hasn't gotten to can't get to the arm because of the tourniquet <laughs> and so they'll, they'll wake your ass up yeah oh that's horrible so oh shit um, his arm's moving so that is more much more frightening to me like the idea of them like you feeling oh, them pulling on you or even if you because some people they'll get into that par- paralytic state and be completely mentally aware and feel pain yeah well that's the thing feeling the pain but yeah oh, not being able to move and then just you just sit there in that like complete basic shock oh. of in um the other one was Let's, oh go ahead sorry no no i mean th- that to me is more frightening than like, because if you wake up in a coffin, like, you're pretty well fucked. You know what I'm saying? I might have a heart attack right then and there, well, so I'm but, done anyway. But, but the but. other thing is, like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, th- I mean if, if you come through a four-hour surgery where they're, like, rebuilding something and you're hearing, like, them grinding on bone and, and you know, chopping away at shit. Oh, yeah. And then you come out of that, you live the rest of your life with the memories of them yeah like oh, pulling man. and tugging on your innards oh dude so what i was gonna say is like the dentist is, is a little bit of a version of that for me like i got teeth pulled and luckily i don't feel the pain but you can hear the crunch and you can feel like the the thud and the grinding oh so imagine if it's like on your body so oh. so this, this that brings me to an interesting story segue i, I wasn't actually going to tell this story until oh. you you brought that up All so right. you tell. um when i was 18 17 18 i had to get my wisdom a couple teeth. years ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had to get my wisdom teeth pulled right and just like everybody does and but i like my insurance didn't pay for me to get knocked out so it was kind of like a game time decision <laughs> that they knocked me out. Out of pocket for anesthesia. Well, like my dad was like, no, nah, dude, like you need to knock him out. Like this, this needs to happen. Send us a bill. And so they're like, okay, cool. Um, and they put me in the chair. And I remember like, I was like super ha- like high <laughs> adrenaline at that time or oh, whatever. Right. Um, I imagine my blood pressure had to have been through the fucking roof, but they went to like stick me with the needle for like, I guess like the IV or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, to knock you out. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. it wasn't even the knockout. Like, I don't, I don't remember what the, like they had to take some blood or some, some shit. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but I, I remember like, like it scared me. And like when I jumped, like it fucking shot the needle out Oh God! <laughs> of my arm. Like oh. I heard it go cling, 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 <laughs> and they're like. Okay, like Settled. we got a live one. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, they're like, "All right, well, they got that all taken care of." And then they're like, they put the mask on me, and he, the guy's like, "Okay." Dentist is like, "Okay," start counting backwards from a hundred. Right. And so I think I got down to like eighty-five. <laughs> okay. And they're like leaning me back, starting to like open my mouth, like leaning, like they got masks here. on, and like the, the I remember the dentist like turned away for a second. And like I sat up in the chair, and he goes, he like looked at me all crazy and was like, "Uh, 
what? And I was like, well, I'm still wide awake, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got a little bit of a uh, tolerance. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> a, Raise mis- the dose. A, a misspent youth did probably <laughs> yeah. attribute most of my tolerance level to anesthesia. But I just remember All them him. Whippets. I just remember him going, okay, start over from a hundred. And I was like, okay. And I like, I leaned back down in the seat and all I hear is, <laughs> From the, uh, the crank it up, like, <laughs> and then the next thing I remember is waking up, like uh, uh, he like uh, hit hit the high button, yeah, yeah, and fucking completely crank it up. Out. But I mean, had I not sat up in the chair, oh man, he would have started drilling. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna start because they had to cut both of my cheeks away uh, and come in on the side for both of my jaw. Okay. And so, but that, that so that <clears throat> I've got to get my wisdom that, teeth pulled like in the next month or two. So next uh, conversation. But that para- <laughs> that paralytic anesthesia oh, yeah. thing for me always scares the fuck out of me because of that event. I like totally the get it. idea of like being mentally awake but not being able to move or like had I not like had it just clicked. Oh man! On on me not being able to get up, but me just having to sit there. For like a two-hour procedure while you hear them grinding on bone. Yeah, it's scary. And feeling them cut your cheeks away and nope. shit. Nope. And the thing is, they're they're like uh, under the assumption, I oh, don't feel a thing. And you're right. just, you're whatever that movie was, I feel like Jessica Alba was in it or something. But And it was probably pretty lame because I don't remember it. But I remember like the, the preview, like they're cutting into them. They show their eyes and you just see the tear because they're like crying yeah, or no, whatever. Wasn't it like that Cillian, the guy that was in uh, 28 Days Later? Uh, I Murphy, think it, Cillian Murphy. I think he was in that movie. Maybe that's what it was. I don't. I, don't know. Remember. I haven't seen it. I didn't see it. I, I remember. I, like, I, I'm good. I'm good without it. Oh, right. Fair know? enough. Well, it, I just remember that it was it was a graphic image of just the eyes and you you know just the tear. Yeah. And like, the doctors don't see it or whatever. Yeah. And it's like. Ugh. Yeah. So um, that's, a, that is that is fucking like horrifying. And, and so that kind of brings me to uh, a very upsetting thing is yay another upsetting thing is <laughs> yeah. they do completely numb your entire like body or whatever when they do brain surgery on you but they keep you awake cuz they ask you questions and shit oh, and your, your brain, brain has to be like your brain doesn't have any sensory nerves so so your brain can't feel your brain doesn't feel anything but they, they have to ask you a bunch of questions, and if they ask you, like, what's 2 plus 2, and you say yellow, they're like, uh-huh. fuck! Oh, <laughs> Jesus! We hit the wrong quadrant, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the fuck it is. Like, <laughs> but th- they have to ask you questions and keep your brain moving while you're they're doing brain surgery to make sure they don't fucking drift into the wrong areas. Yeah, wow. So, oh, so you're awake. You're awake when they Can't do the bone anything, saw on your fucking head. Oh, I bet head. you can feel the vibration. Oh, yeah, though. you can feel that. Like, that's what I've heard is like the people who say that, oh. like, you feel that vibration and hear that grinding in your teeth. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that makes uh, my skin crawl. Yeah. I'd be like, can I get a couple extra aspirin? <laughs> Doc, hook it up, dude. <laughs> hook it up, bro. Call my uh, dentist. Yeah. <laughs> he knows the right dosage. So, yeah. It's, it's, I think it's full. Yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> it's, high. It's the, the full gas amount. <laughs> um, Make that arrow go all the way. Yeah. So, um, but th- those those things kind of bother me a little bit more because I, I feel like bouncing around with those memories yeah, is, yeah. A, is a lot more fucked, fucked up. I didn't have anything happen to me that, that would trigger 
that I remember at least claustrophobic claustrophobia I, born. I do <laughs> yeah right well no i mean like i remember i used to have an issue with elevators and now i'm good with it so i don't know whatever i, I mean i'm not really claustrophobic i like, don't think the term phobia to me is like uh it's used loosely well it, to me it, it it is the idea if if i truly had a phobia it would be something that i could no longer you know, do anything if I had that phobia. That well, yeah. phobia to me, like I wouldn't be able to get on an elevator if I had right. traditional claustrophobia. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I use that that term loosely because I think if you have right. a true phobia, it really does hinder you from doing whatever it is you're or right, being exactly. around or whatever it is. Exactly. So, so there's things that there's some bug weird ass me. phobias. There, by the way. Yeah, there's some things that bug me. Yeah, like and you know stuff that I don't want to see or be around or you know <laughs> well, yeah, whatever like, but i i mean i'm still functionable yeah you know like i could still do things well i remember we went to the gorge and like I, there was a few times where we'd be up pretty high my, my legs would lock and yeah. i'm like okay i am straight up scared right now but i was able to overcome that so yeah. i can't say i really have a phobia of heights well i just it, don't like it and it makes you know fucking freaks me out it, well yeah i mean but Rightfully so. I think most people have that, though. You, you I don't know. think it's a phobia. If you're... Well, and us at the Gorge was, like, highly intoxicated. Lots of Jack on, Daniels. Like, yeah. up on really crazy, dangerous. There's yeah. no railing. Well, or, that was liquid courage. You know. I never felt it then. It was, if we ever went, like, early in the day, and for whatever reason, we didn't yeah. drink or well, whatever. I just remember my legs locking up. And so I was always going, oh, yeah, I, I definitely, I'm scared of heights. Right. So. Not, uh, not a phobia. But. To me, like lockdown phobia, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know that I have one. If if I ever if one pops up, I'll let you know. I think you'll know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, I still hate the idea of being buried alive in small spaces. Right. So getting back to the, I guess the subject at hand, um, <laughs> the uh, so buried alive was definitely a much more prevalent issue leading up until you know modern medicine kind of came around with things like the EKG and, you know, brainwave monitoring, right. those kinds of things. Um, Flatline. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do feel like, um, and maybe, so, so that, I, I, I kind of started this w with saying in first world countries. Yeah, yeah. So that. in other countries, <laughs> even though that we're in the modern age, you know, there's definitely got to be a fair amount of whoops. Yeah, coin flip when it comes to is all right, is this a coma? Is this motherfucker dead? Yeah, now, if they don't have the 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 modern uh medical yeah, and, right, right, right. Or the technology or, or the money to have the machines right. and all the, you know, the or, fucking or just the not even the knowledge. Or the knowledge, yeah, yeah. shit. So, um one interesting uh issue from the 1800s that caused quite a few to be buried alive mm. um, was some of your more well-to-do people would have lead-lined glasses. Would have what? Lead-lined, like lead, the metal. Yeah. Lined glasses. Oh, okay. So, and it was, I think it was in like stained glass, like so, some of your blown glasses would have like lead Okay, okay. In, in, in a ceiling coat. In the actual cup or glass, it, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. So alcohol, in a caustic fashion, 
uh, eats away oh, the at the lead. lead. Oh, God. And people would drink it and lead get heavy poisoning? metal poisoning and then just fall out. Oh, shit. And hit the fucking ground. And then they'd be like, oh, well, you were in a coma. Alcohol poisoning, you're dead. But everybody was like, oh, shit, this motherfucker died. Oh, Jesus. Put him in a box. Oh. <laughs> drop him to the ground. Now, the fun, the interesting thing about the safety coffin and the dead ringer yeah, is that you had to be pretty well-to-do to get the safety coffin. To afford it? To afford it. I'm assuming it. you got to pay for yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, oh God. but there was, there, That's was so there was a lot of things that, that we do when it comes to our burial rituals that have to do with straight up, you know, myth, legend, you know, concern, you know, people coming back from the dead, people coming back from the dead, like those, the idea of that is the idea that they saw that shit. Yeah. Yeah regularly <laughs> oh god um that's that is literally why you have a wake after someone dies they used to have just the, in case awake because they would put that motherfucker in the house for the viewing yeah right and that motherfucker if they woke up usually it was three days you wake up because <laughs> of like dehydration and hunger like your body's like Woo-hoo! i need stuff and it will wake up and that's why they have Awake. Awake. Hence the name Wake. Yeah. So. Damn. Imagine that. Yeah. Just like people are just mourning and, oh, hi. Or maybe they don't mourn until the third day. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. Countdown type, so that, type of shit. So that that's. Wow, that's fucked up. I never knew any of this. Yeah. So, that, I mean, the, so a lot of the rituals, a lot of the things that we do. Reasoning. Is based in the history of where our fucking culture came from interesting so makes uh, sense makes total sense yeah i mean life and death was kind of a weird wash yeah until the invention of certain things certain items in the medical world like ekg <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know uh, i mean just listening like dude i mean if you think about it if you're fairly ob- dum, 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 dum. okay if you're out of shape and you're obese it's probably hard to get a fucking pulse on a guy. Well, true, yeah. You know? Or at least, you know, here... And if... Dude, I'm a very... like I'm not dead. I'm just tired. Well, I, sometimes at night, I, I breathe very shallowly sometimes. And it's hard to tell if I'm breathing. Damn. Like, Jeez. I'll just... You ever woke up and had Ash, like, checking your pulse? <laughs> uh, well, I I mean, I like, now I've got that fucking breathing machine now. Like, oh, do CPAP you? CPAP machine. Like, it looks like I'm getting ready to get shot in space. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so and that fucking thing is loud. Like if it comes away from my face even a little bit, it so- it sounds like Darth Vader. Right. Sounds like a fucking plane is taking off. Amazing. But if it's attached to me, it's just like forcing air into my lungs. Oh no shit. The whole time. So um, does Knox ever want to put it on? No. <laughs> Dad, let me no. Use your- no, he's only seen me with it once, and he looked at me like, "What the fuck Whoa. is this?" <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, "Maybe keep him out of the room." Yeah, right. Like I'm <laughs> not trying to scare my kid. Like, Traumatize my yeah. kid from yeah. Um, no wonder he doesn't sleep in your bed, dude. Dude, note I just, to self: get a fucking I, dude, sleep I just, apnea I machine. Just, I just started the sleep apnea. Thing, oh, okay, right. So on. it's it's it, this is a new occurrence. It's like two months or some shit. Right on. So shit works. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm still here. I, I mean, 
Dude, I feel like anybody who goes into the the, the sleep apnea place, like I don't I don't think it matters. Like when you walk in there, they're like, "Yeah, you got it. You got to get a mask. You got to get the <laughs> mask. Get the machine." It's like eighteen hundred bucks, man. Damn for the machine. Like insurance covers a ton of that shit. Well, okay, cool. But you know, they're, they're, yeah, eighteen hundred bucks a pop. You come in and take a nap. They're like, yep. dude, come on. I'm in the wrong business, man. I should have <laughs> yeah. like done sleep doctor and stuff. You need to sleep apnea two thousand. Sleep apnea two thousand. Come into our <laughs> office and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which color would you like? Yeah, exactly. No, dude, they don't, it's all like that clinical gray. Yeah, like, right. There's nothing cool about it. Death gray. Yeah. So, um, but there's a. This, the idea of the story is very much based in, in claustrophobia. Mm. Um, that's kind of, you know, buried alive. To me, the thing that's more frightening about claust- the, the buried alive thing is not really the claustrophobia. Like the stuck situation stuck. Doesn't, doesn't bother me. Dirt, all that dirt on top nah. of you. You ain't getting out. The thing, unless that, you're... the thing that scares me, like the asphyxiation side of it. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like... The more panicked you are, you're going to be burning that oxygen. Oh, that's why I said I'm done for. Because, one, it was immediately it would be the, oh, God, I'm not going to have enough air. And then that that starts triggering panic. And then I can't move my arms to, you know, like that whole, like, idea of – I've actually been – in a uh, an elevator with a lot of people and i felt myself getting that like kind of rush of uh and i had to kind of stretch my arms up just to kind of oh i got space so i would panic full on into a heart attack oh yeah so 100 percent. so i'll give you one story unless you can kill bill your way out what's her name uma uma <laughs> uma thurman um yeah, I think they did that on. I don't know if it was MythBusters. Some I think somebody like debunked that as being bullshit because. Well, the one inch punch in real. Well, not, not, <laughs> not that it was more the fact that like if you did get through the makeshift coffin, yeah, that the Earth is gonna like cave in on you, cave in, and, and it's gonna push out the oxygen you do have left. You're gonna breathe all that dirt in. Yeah, and well, and you're not gonna. It's not gonna reopen other avenues for you to get new oxygen Uh so there's no way for you to kind of maneuver out even if you got out of the coffin you're you're still you're still fucked so i i figured um which makes it horrifying even but i'll give you a true story from the modern era oh bring it okay i believe it happened in uh chicago 1987 get the fuck out of chicago i swear can i swear have we not told one episode have we not mentioned chicago (laughs) well well yeah this this is uh so um (laughs) a gen i'm not gonna give any names and shit but this this is this is something i found i think it was from uh uh what is uh, it doesn't matter fuck it uh (laughs) i i found it from like a fairly it was one of the sites that we use to kind of review right stories on. so it, I, I at least trusted the information fair enough um, but this gentleman received a phone call that one of his properties was being broken into so he rushes over there to see what's going on it was a baited trap so that he could be kidnapped oh shit so he's kidnapped he's then placed inside of a homemade coffin and oh. buried three feet underground huh the Assailants, knowing that they were going to ransom this man for money, installed a breathing tube and provided him with water. And the idea that they were oh, going to leave no. him underwater, or underground, underground, until they could ransom the money from from him, 
and then they were going to provide whomever the coordinates to come get the body and get him out of the hole. Oh, my God. Sounds like a pretty good plan until the oxygen tube fails and he suffocates. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, Dude, see that? Like... <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, the, 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 trying to suck on the tube to get some air, oh, and then just immediately like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, dude, that's horrible. So uh, both oh, of them, uh, he, he, they, the police ended up finding the body. They're they actually the helicopter squad or whatever. Three feet with a tube was canvassing the area. Found they found his car. Oh right. Uh, and then they're like, oh shit. Well, here's the body. Uh, but the dudes the, get busted. Yeah, the dudes got busted and were both charged with first degree murder and aggravated kidnapping and assault. Um, and, and and they were they were convicted on the idea that they built the coffin, installed a ventilation system <laughs> under the idea that they were going to ransom the man. Yeah, slightly uh, premeditated. Yes, extremely premeditated. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, that. I think that, that that's almost worse than the waking up in the coffin and knowing that you're fucked is that that oh, little that like little, hope that the little idea that you, oh dude that's what immediately hit oh, me I'm like oh, oh well one oh. now I'm like oh Jesus I've got enough air so I can survive but now I'm oh God I'm stuck in this fucking I don't know man <laughs> I would almost rather be like okay no way out I'm done for you're tap the fuck do you not fucked yeah that little bit of glimmer of hope like you said makes it so much worse I, I especially mean, if I you get so. some breath if you actually get some puffs of air and you're like yeah. okay this is do what's happening <gasps> oh God yeah, yeah. Like or, when you're way too deep underneath the water and you're like, I'm going up, but I'm I'm not. Oh God, this is close. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I, that, that 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 is funny. Like if Oof. you ever see a movie where somebody's like holding their breath to like swim to something, like <laughs> yeah. like Abyss or like any of those like underwater movies, and they're like, Oh, I gotta hold my breath so I can swim to the next area or do this. For ten like minutes. I always try to like hold my breath the same time, the same amount of time, and it. I can never fucking yeah, make no. it, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm always like, How do these assholes <sighs> hold their breath for like five minutes? And I'm I'm like, I know it's Hollywood. Well, they come but, up and they go cut and yeah. they go, go back down and start yeah. Yeah. But there are people, like professional servers that can hold it right. for like a long ass time. Yeah, like David, deep divers and stuff. Well, David Blaine like held his breath for something ridiculous. Oh, yeah, he did like, that. He was like a world record holder for a while. I don't know if he still is, but he like held like world record for holding his He's breath. a creepy dude, man. He is. He's kind of, I don't know. He's kind of gotten more into that. He's trying to like recreate like classic yeah magician tricks like he's doing like houdini stuff yeah 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 um what what i like about him is is he um he like re he researches and he learns how to he goes it from like a i'm gonna train my body to slow down my breathing so that i know i mean so he's actually trying to do it's more of a stunt almost than it is it's not a magic trick or anything now Now, it is yeah like his old stuff though i remember watching his first street magic thing and i was like Man, this dude's fucking legit. Yeah, for sure. And and I hate like it is like I'm not, dude. I'm never gonna go to a magic show in Vegas. <laughs> like I don't. I'm like, hey, totally that's, that's completely staged. Chris Angel. But I'm extremely <laughs> interested in like street magic. Yeah, yeah. Right in your face. Right in your face. And like they like fuck with people. Yeah, it's always good. And, and I've seen some of them where I'm like. Dude, how the fuck how did they in even the hell? Like, I mean, I don't even, you know, because I know it's like sleight of hand and this and that, but I'm like, <laughs> dude, it's right there. Like, how did nobody else see that? Like, <laughs> well, you know me, so I'm like, 
Fucking that card trick was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. If I saw somebody like light the uh, write my name on the paper and then like burn it on fire and then he rubs it on my forearm and it spells my name, I'm fucking like, okay, your magic is for real. Or like you know, David Blaine did the one where he takes the cards and he like throws them against the fucking goes window, through the glass and it's like in the glass and it's your card i'm like how oh, in the hell didn't you do that i've only seen it on tv so part of me is like yeah, okay well yeah. so. i mean i i'm the same way i'm like uh, but I'm, I'm like i would literally <laughs> like walk around in cities and be like that guy looks like a magician <laughs> i'm just gonna go walk around hey man you like, do any magic yeah you, can do, yeah, I can you got do, any tricks yeah he's like yeah i can do some magic yeah, give me your yeah, wallet <laughs> yeah come over here step in my van yeah exactly <laughs> Well, I'm fucked. You're like, ah, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it for the attempt at some street magic. We're gonna bury you. We're gonna oh, bury you. Fuck. Oh Jesus. So I, I don't. This this episode, like, um, it it also <laughs> kind of brought me to um, a classic urban legend. Um, Which one is that? So um, there was the idea. This is this is a. I don't know if it's an American urban legend um, as much as it is uh, just an urban legend for our, like, modern history. Um, But it has to do with the story of the young girl who goes to the store, and she doesn't have a lot of money. She's in college. um, And so she goes to, like, a consignment store, and she buys a dress for this party that she's going to go to. And... uh, I have no idea where while, this is going. While, while she's at the party, she has a couple drinks, starts kind of feeling like shit. She ends up throwing up at the party. She's like, ah, I guess I better go home, go to sleep. So she goes, she goes home and she lays down in bed, and, you know, not still not feeling well. Gets up in the middle of the night to go throw up, and next next morning, the uh, roommate finds her dead in the bathroom. And so, really have no idea how this this young girl dies, and so they center the medical examiner and the medical examiner sees her laying on the table and he's like oh man this is like deja vu i feel like i've seen this before and uh he's trying to trying to place it and does his exam and he's like oh fucking i don't really understand how this poor girl died (laughs) and uh all of a sudden it turns out like wait a minute i recognize that dress and then he realizes that the girl's dress was the same dress that he had just seen on another girl who had been brought into Whoa. the morgue and had been essentially had been dug up by grave robbers and the grave robbers were taking everything that they could and selling pawning shit off selling stuff off and Whoa. pawning pawn the dress and so it was the it was the embalming fluid that was had seeped through the body after of the dress of, or from the, the dress into the dress had then gone into the girl <laughs> and the girl ended up being poisoned and dying. Oh my from, God. From the, uh, never heard that urban legend. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. So there, now I tell that story. I wonder if that's even possible. Like, so I tell that story yeah. because I remember growing up here in that story. No shit. Mm-hmm. And um, for the record, these days, kids are, like, dipping cigarettes and weed and all sorts of shit in formaldehyde and smoking (laughs) it. And smoking it. And I'm like, how stupid was I as a kid to be like, (laughs) yeah, you could 
go to Goodwill and get a T-shirt. I'm, I was gonna say, I'm never buying anything secondhand ever again. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. I just killed the consignment market <laughs> for everybody that we fucking listen to. Us. <laughs> but no, I mean, that was an urban legend. And no. I actually like researched that a little bit because I thought it'd be like a kind of a cool avenue of this story, like right. a secondary story. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you get buried alive and then they, you know, whatever. Your clothes end up killing the next person. Well, yeah, but you, you wouldn't be full of embalming fluid or stuff oh if you're buried alive if you're buried alive right right. but it was going to be like the oh here's the grave robber aspect of it Uh uh, you know but i couldn't find any legit story of any case like where where that actually happened yeah like where like consignment clothes had led (laughs) to the death of uh x y and z well that's good i guess so, I mean, so you know yeah yeah no i, I mean <laughs> i'm glad it was, that doesn't happen it was a cool legend right right, right. i'm very happy it's, it's, it's just a legend never happened yeah it's, that it's just a legend <laughs> right um i will say that um the big takeaway for this is this entire episode is thank you modern medicine yeah no doubt so um even if it's modern medicine to the point where like look if it's down to me potentially being buried alive <laughs> or you killing me by pumping my body full of or draining all the fluid out of my body and then pumping me full of like formaldehyde and embalming right. fluid if that's the way that i die at least i'm not waking up in the coffin alive and just to sit there and suffocate i think i'm i'm actually better with the idea of being drained of all my fluid to to make oh, sure yeah, that 100%. I'm dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm 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 okay with that. You uh, do you watch The Office? I think you do. So you see the one where Dwight he like pull like they uh I forget who he they were burying, but his whole family was around, and they lifted the coffin up. It was down on the ground. They lifted lift the top up. And he took a shotgun. and was like boom, boom. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like I was like shit. Did somebody he, wake the fuck he's up? He's like, well, we got to make sure they're dead because you know, aunt whatever whatever he said. Yeah. I can't remember, but I was like, that's funny as fuck. But dude, no burn me i'm not being buried oh uh, no, no dude way. i i no cremate dude, my ass not, that is like my wife knows <laughs> oh. like do not cremate me don't is, cremate yeah, you no i fires like i'm i'm out wow yeah i'm, I'm out see i'm the other way around no i don't want to i don't want to be worm food dude. so when we went to uh new orleans my wife and i we did the the haunted tour in new orleans was that cool eh, no yeah um, <laughs> but no. one of the one of the there's a lot of cool stories but the guy right. that was our tour guide was like way too up here putting on like, a show yeah and i'm like dude fucking slow down i'm like listen barnum and bailey put the circus in the fucking in you the ain't on broadway the, bitch yeah, put that shit on the train and let's call it a day bro. yeah but um, my wife, one of the stories they to- told was that supposedly there's a hotel down there. It's been renovated or whatever, but there was a fire and all these people died in the fire. And he, t- he goes on to tell this story about like, you know, the people that um, he's like, there's two ways to die in a, in a, in a house fire like this. He's like, you can uh, die of smoke inhalation, which is fairly, yeah. fairly common. And then, you know, you can, or you can die being burned alive. It's like being engulfed by the flames. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, so if I was ever, he goes on to tell this, he goes, if I was ever in a house fire, he's like, I hope that I would have the state of mind to 
<laughs> walk towards the fire and breathe in heavily to get all the fumes and fire into my lungs because it'll kill you faster than the burning the, alive. Than burning alive, like because it, it'll kill your, it'll burn out your lungs and then you just it, suffocate. I'm like, then you're burning and you're suffocating. Like why? Like horrible. how are you gonna make it worse? Yeah. Well, dude, I feel like the fire. I I hope because anytime I see like a movie or you hear a story of someone being burned alive. It's like, I hope that the flames, the pain would knock you out anyway. And you just. It's all fucking. Like, right. You know. <laughs> I could totally see that guy being like, oh, man, if I, I would walk towards the fire and you're sitting in the back with like a, a lighter. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I, fucking I, staring the dude down. I mean, the whole time, <laughs> the whole time, like, no, this dude was like way too. Like, I mean, he's in New Orleans. He's doing the fucking haunted tour. Like, I get it. Like you're, tra- mm. you know, he's trying to play that role. Like he's doing it for tips or whatever. And I'm right. Just like, right. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not buying your character. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not in dude. Sorry. I'm <laughs> like, it, I would have been much happier with the tour if it would have been like historically, you know, like, you know, just tell me, like, just tell me the fucking Give facts. The facts and like then, yeah. I'm much happier with that. Yeah. Than, right, right, right. Than you trying to like church it up for me. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, I don't, I'm not making it scary, dude. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, there, you know, there's the other caveats to. Well, hold on, hold on. So, I feel like you were telling that story because the reason you wanted to be burnt, or the reason you oh, don't want to be. Yeah, because no, dude, I just I don't I I the, my thing about fire like that's it. It's not like a phobia, like obviously, but yeah, like just put me in the ground, man. Yeah, you dude, don't want to be burned. Yeah, huh? just put me in a cardboard box. Like it doesn't need to be pretty. Like I don't need to. You need to put. A, I don't need you to put a fucking rock above my head or anything. Put your Amazon box. Put me in the that. ground, man. Just put me in the ground. Like I'm. I'm good with that. Yeah, I don't want to be in the ground. Yeah, I, my shit, dude. Like you want to be haunted? Put my ass in the ground. <laughs> I'm coming back for your ass again. You know, I just I feel like you know you. It's it's the circle of life, man. Yeah. You go in, you, you came out of the ground, you're going in the ground. It's not like we're going to have an option. Yeah. Or, I mean, well, I mean, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do, really. I mean, you, you fucking write a will, dude. Well, no, I understand that, but I mean, I mean, you don't. Once have, everybody walks away, yeah, they, <laughs> they can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, but so, so some interesting uh, side pieces to. Uh, I said side piece. Side piece. <laughs> side piece. Uh, so no side the piece. side piece of being buried alive is obviously your um, avalanche survivors. Uh, oh, yeah. People who have died in quicksand, which th- that is always I, like – I was like freaked out, like when quicksand everywhere. When when I was a kid, I (laughs) thought quicksand was fucking everywhere. Like if there was sand, there was the possibility of quicksand, right? That one that looks soft over there. And and literally, like I think it was like Bear Grylls or like Man vs. Wild (laughs) episode, and he was talking about, and he like jumps into fucking quicksand, and he's just like, he's like, if this happens, and he gets out of it like nothing, and I was like. Wait a minute. I thought it took like 13 seconds and you were dead. <laughs> he was like fucking Wesley and the Princess Bride, like head first. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, no, he was just like, oh, I'm good. Uh, hey. Yeah, it's like, it takes away the uh, terrifying. But the you're right. It was, it. I was like, oh my God, growing up in Florida, there's sand everywhere. So it's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I don't know, like, who built this, <laughs> like, prevalent idea of quicksand. It's everywhere. But, like, I think when we were kids, like, it was almost like it was a public service announcement. Like, don't get, go near sand. Yeah, it's right. all quick. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it was a dare. 
don't do drugs and watch out for quicksand kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jodie Foster jumped out of a window because <laughs> of fucking drugs, and quicksand is everywhere. <laughs> Quicksand's everywhere. <laughs> Dude, an, av- an avalanche. Jesus. Avalanche. That one to me is, I mean, that's buried alive. That's yeah. your claustrophobia. Oh, yeah. That is out of the blue, like. Not being killed instantaneously, you know, yeah. like. Oof. Yeah. And cold. Like oh, something really about cold. Something about being really cold. Yeah. While a lot of sh- bad shit's happening has always been. Freezing to death just sounds. I don't know. Like, oh. I would rather freeze to death than, like, the suffocate or die of my injuries in an avalanche. Uh, yeah, suffocation to me is like, oh, you just go to sleep. Like, you're just like, uh, I'm just going to go sleep. That Like, they say that, like... You, you mean even, freezing or suffocation? Su- no, like, freezing to death. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They say you just go to sleep. And, like, actually, they say, like... You get like, so cold right, you pass out or something. Well, like, they say, like, you almost get to, like, a euphoric level, like, once your body drops to a certain temperature that like your brain is trying to protect itself so it kind of like starts kicking endorphins in and it hits like 30 and i'm like here i go (laughs) sweet embrace (laughs) embrace it right yeah just the dark is coming winter is coming yeah so shit it's a nice fun cheery episode but yeah you, you had said something about uh buried alive being one of your uh phobias and, yeah, and, and I, I so I started researching it, and I found the the cool stuff about like the the dead ringer, the graveyard shift. Yeah, that was cool. Saving I never heard that. Um, that that stuff. I the wake, the wake. Um, yeah, that was the other one. Yeah, so th- that stuff. I I was like, and and some of like our our modern day rituals, where they kind of come from, is really based on. In case your ass wakes up. Son. Yeah, dude. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Oh, dude, my bell would be going off. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. That was good. I, see, I learned something again, dude. There you go, man. I Every took your, time. I took your phobia and let you learn from it. <laughs> That's right. Oh, shit. Uh, what are you doing up next? Next uh, week? We're, I, are we going to do a suggestion? Yeah, it's a suggestion week. All right, sweet. So well, that was a suggestion for me. Yeah, it was a suggestion you didn't know you gave me. Yeah. So, so. That was cool. Uh, but no, we're, we're doing a listener suggestion. All right, sweet. And so. we, got a, we got a handful to choose from. But I, keep them coming because we no, want more. I, I mean, so most of the stuff that we got right now are like heavy hitters. Um, yeah, we, or we really do. dark. Uh, the, the ones that I have are, are really not even – they're sad. Yeah. And involve children. And I'm like, god damn it, not another um, fucking – sorry about uh, – well, Andy's to blame for Charlie Chopoff. I guess I'll blame myself for Fish, even though it was a listener suggestion. Yeah. I, mean, I opted to do you it. You could have gone for Holmes. Man. I know, I know. Um but yeah, no, I've got there's uh, there's a suggestion out there that I'm uh, I'm pretty interested in doing. thinking about. Yeah, I'm pretty interested in doing that episode. So uh, all right, all right. Tune in next. Tune week. in next week to find out. Yeah, and uh, watch uh, out for quicksand. When when I I do the next suggestion, I'll I'll uh, give the person a shout out for word whose episode it was. All right, man. All right, good shit. <laughs>